The Retro Lounge is a look back into the archives of the Recruiters Lounge podcast with Jim Stroud and Karen Matinen. The Recruiters Lounge podcast posted weekly between the years of 2005 and 2010. With energy, wit, and opposite points of view, <laughs> Jim Stroud and Karen Madden discussed, debated, and squabbled like children over HR issues that affected the workplace and society overall for the benefit of all who would listen. This episode of the Recruiter's Lounge originally aired on March 2nd, 2007. The original title was Podcast, The Underbelly of Recruiting, and this was the original description. Jim Stroud and Karen Madden discussed the recruiting scandal involving the staffing company Manpower. Can you say modern-day slavery in Taiwanese? Dun-dun-dun. Well, actually, I added dun-dun-dun. <laughs> um, if you would like to know what the scandal was all about, as it was discussed back on March 2nd, 2007, well, stay tuned. You'll hear it all right after this special message. Critical race theory supports the logic that all whites are born racist and oppressors by nature. They are to be viewed as a collective threat to non-white people and beyond redemption. This sentiment is already infecting the American workplace via racial sensitivity and diversity trainings. Despite the obvious controversy, such trainings are being accepted as just and fair and at an alarming pace across corporate America. Racism Reimagined How Critical Race Theory Imperils the American Workplace is an ebook that I wrote. In it, I do three things. One, I explain the basics of critical race theory. Two, I demonstrate how critical race theory is negatively affecting the American workplace. And three, I hope, <laughs> I hope, <laughs> I inspire a resistance to critical race theory being taught in the workplace. In light of the increased sensitivity to recent events like the George Floyd protests, the emergence of cancel culture, and the pressures on corporations to adhere to political correctness, the information in my ebook, Racism Reimagined How Critical Race Theory Imperils the American Workplace, is a counterbalance that should be carefully considered prior to new investments in diversity training. Racism Reimagined How Critical Race Theory Imperils the American Workplace is a free resource that can be downloaded and, by all means, shared with those in your network. A download link is available in the podcast description. Innovative Audio On Demand Hi, I'm Jim Stroud. Welcome to The Recruiter's Loud. The Recruiter's Lounge is a podcast of news, interviews, and commentary on the recruiting industry, and it was designed with you in mind. So sit back, relax, and enjoy your time in The Recruiter's Lounge. Hello and welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another exciting episode of The Recruiter's Lounge. But first, a word from our sponsor. Bounty Jobs. The new frontier of recruiting is a friend to recruiters and employers alike. As an online marketplace, Bounty Jobs helps employers find talent effectively, faster, and without bruising the bottom line. For recruiters, it's a way to alleviate business development hassles while earning more money and building your reputation at the same time. 
Now, I like Bounty Jobs because it is easy to use. Delivers top clientele with no upfront fees to use its service. Simply put, when a placement is made, a modest percentage of the fee goes to Bounty Jobs with the majority of the fees going to you, the recruiter. It's the kind of win-win deal that is hard to walk away from, but hey, see for yourself. Find Bounty Jobs online at www.bountyjobs.com. That's www.b-o-u-n-t-y-j-o-b-s.com. Right now, millions of people are looking for a job on the internet. Did you know that this industry is a multi-billion dollar market? Did you know that employers pay huge upfront fees to advertise a job? No more. Work Giant is a new company with a new way of doing business, bringing job seekers and employers together like never before. Find out how you can get your share of millions of dollars worth of commissions. Register now for the opportunity of a lifetime. Work Giant, bringing the power back to the people. Newsflash, newsflash. EEOC resolves slavery and human trafficking suit against Transbay Steel for an estimated $1 million. Newsflash. The U.S. Equal Employment Opportunity Commission today announced a major litigation settlement with Transbay Steel Incorporated for an estimated $1 million in total monetary relief and compensation for 48 welders of Thai descent who were discriminated against and exploited due to their national origin. The EOC charged that the class of Thai nationals contracted under H-2B visas by Transbay and a third-party agency were held against their will, had their passports confiscated, had their movements restricted, and were forced to work without pay. Additionally, some workers were confined to cramped apartments without electricity, water, or gas. At least 17 of the workers were told that they tried to leave the location where they were being forcibly held. The police and immigration officials would be called to arrest them. EOC also contends that all the workers were made to pay exorbitant fees to the recruiting company, which kept them in involuntary servitude. Ultimately, thank goodness, some of the workers escaped the slave-like conditions. Newsflash! Newsflash! And you thought slavery was dead? Wow. Welcome once again. This is Jim Stroud in the Recruiter's Lounge, and sitting beside me is Karen Matten. How are you, Karen? I'm sorry, but when you, I had to interject there. I know. It, it, it blew me away. You, you think, wow. you know, this is sort of like the underbelly of recruiting. You know, mm-hmm. this is not, this is the no way, um, I, when I first read this, tied into any kind of legitimate recruited, recruitment company or any kind of legitimate uh, recruitment process. But I was shocked to find out that a legitimate company that many recruiters know about was involved in this case. I'm speaking, of course, of manpower. Yeah, it was Coda Manpower. Yeah, I think they are a um, subsidiary of the main manpower, like a like a, a, a franchise. franchise. Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I guess you can't really point a finger per se at manpower because this this is one of their franchisees. Mm-hmm. Uh, but still, it's sort of it definitely puts the company in a, in a bad light with this case. Um, I mean, you know, what's really interesting is, like, they have an office both here and also in Thailand. And what's also interesting is that the company that actually, they decided to settle, the clients that decided to settle. Mm-hmm. But they're like, look, you know, we thought, you know, Coda was a legit, you know, it's a research company, recruiting company. We respected what they were doing. So we went ahead and used them. We didn't do that much research. Next thing they know is they're getting a call 
on knocking on their door from the EEOC saying this is what's going on. They're like, well, what are you talking about? We don't. We only hired 17 people. We didn't hire 48. So that's what manpower, this code of manpower brought in. Yeah, and the rest of them, um, I think actually, I think it was seven actually of the 48 actually went to actually do work on the welding mm-hmm. of, a, of, a, uh, of a of a steel bridge. The rest of them were in a uh, restaurant that this uh, manpower franchisee uh, was a co-owner in. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, they basically did, you know, told them if you if you leave or try to escape, you know, immigration will come down on you. The police will come down on you. Uh, you're going to work here until you pay off the thousands of dollars that they paid up front as a recruiting fee uh, to Manpower. $12,000. These candidates, these guys, these workers were being being forced to pay twelve to $15,000. To a so-called legitimate recruiting agency. Yeah, I mean, and who pays, what candidate pays recruiters' fees anyways? You know, I mean, when I read this, okay, I was absolutely shocked. Thank you for sending this to me, by the way. I mean, mm. I was in absolute shock. I, I was thinking, you know, we have bad name as it is, right, in this industry, but then have human trafficking. You know, I've got a story to tell you about something that's similar that happened here in California too. Mm. Do you know that there was a recruiting company that actually was going out to the streets? And you know, giving people drugs and alcohol, the homeless guys, okay, right. and asking them to and making them work in servitude conditions as well, and then because and keeping them there also by giving them drugs as well and alcohol. So they kept their workforce. Um, they retained their workforce through drugs and alcohol. Through drugs and alcohol, and pretty much kidnapping. Many of the people who escaped said they were kidnapped. What, what kind of work did they have them do? They doing? were picking asparagus. Oh, did it, oh, wow. Wow. I mean, I, I was, I mean, I was like, wow, you know. That was in California. There was one in California, and there's another one in Florida that also happened not too long ago, too. I saw both of these not too long on the EOC's website, I believe it was. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, and these people were actually kidnapping people. You know, homeless people. They were kidnapping people also from, you know, like Puerto Rico and other, or and this, you know, a lot of the not since Puerto Rico, but uh, Nicaragua and all those other places over there. Mm-hmm. It was just disgusting. I mean, these are real-life people. But it's like, when is a dollar amount? Why is money so important that people's lives are not even considered? And we're not, Go ahead. These candidates, we're not talking that they're just under. These are skilled $18-an-hour candidates. Mm-hmm. They're not $10-an-hour candidates or $5-an-hour candidates. These are people who are absolutely skilled. When they were grateful for an opportunity to come to America to work for a big company, but what I find is sad is the company itself. This company, they decided to settle because they felt really bad for these people. Worked agreement out with the EEOC so they can allow these people to work with them and continue to be there, and they're going to watch for them and take care of them too. But you know, they were like saying, "But now they're going to go after Code of Manpower too." But now they can't find the guy who owned it either. Check. Gone like the wind. Yeah. I'm wondering if this million dollar payoff is that going to send a strong enough message um, to other uh, human traffickers? You can't call them recruiters; they're, they're slave drivers, and you know. Uh, well, they the last cases that were actually caught too, where these the recruiters were held liable of the RICO Act. Yeah, I was about to bring that up because I said they could probably use that in litigation against them because they are breaking a federal law and, and doing this human trafficking. They I mean, are federal, federal law. So this is where cause this guy didn't get for the for some reason this manpower didn't get charged with the EEOC issue, mm-hmm. but they more than likely will get charged for the RICO Act, and that's why why he's disappeared. But did you read an arm um, the part in the article where 
The EEOC says, well, the issues of human trafficking and slavery are an enforcement priority for the commission. You think? <laughs> yeah. I mean, seriously. You know, usually when you hear about the EEOC, especially when re- recruiters talk about them, they, they, sometimes I hear people complain about like, so many rules, it's, it's so many so many um, hurdles, and, and you had to jump through to, to make sure your company's compliant, and you know, it's a lot of banner back and forth. But mm-hmm. at least in this instance, um, you can really sort of, you know, give them a standing ovation for this kind of work because I look at not only was it a million dollar payoff, um, but they had to. Uh, well, part of that million dollars went to providing monetary relief for all the claimants. Mm-hmm. You know, a guarantee of work, mm-hmm. uh, guarantee of housing, uh, mm-hmm. tuition and books for a local college for training to become a real welder, what they were coming over here to learn anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, sponsorship, guaranteed minimum pay. So it was very expensive. This was a very expensive lesson for that manpower franchisees, and hopefully for any other operation out there that's thinking of operating in this way or who are currently operating in this way. Well, actually, that's just the EEOC aspect. I mean, this is only the regards to the discrimination. The EEOC is not going to handle the RICO Act. So if now hopefully this company won't be charged with, if these guys are being as honest as they say they are, because they said, look, ma'am, this manpower even used four-star documents to bring in those other people, okay? So if they can really prove this, and it's going to be really going to be going down to the manpower who will be charged with the RICO Act. It's going to be a, hard, a lot uglier than this is. This is a story I definitely want to sort of follow up on and, and, and cover over time. So let's um, let me get a point to sort of monitor this type of thing, and maybe a few podcasts from down the road we'll sort of retouch base on it again mm-hmm. and see what's happening or what is currently happening. If, if this uh, action has slowed down the human trafficking, Mm-hmm. Um, from Thailand and from other countries, or is it just um, a Band-Aid on a big, gaping uh, wound? I don't know. I'm curious. It is sad, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. The, the real, the real sad, ugly side of recruiting or so-called recruiting. I, I'm just surprised that I'm, at least I'm, I'm at least glad to know it was a franchisee of Manpower and not like the main company. Yeah, and that is a good thing, and that's when we want to make sure we rectify that and state that and clear that out, too. This was not, and actually the Manpower Office was not charged by the EEOC. We need to clarify that, too. Yeah. At this current time, they're not charged. It was the other company chose to settle. I imagine, I imagine Manpower is looking for this guy, too. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. He's gone. I think his name was Kim. Mr. Kim, he's gone, man. Wow, wow. Scary. It is, scary, isn't scary, it? Scary, scary. Jim, I wonder how you know where people could go to get more information about this stuff. Oh well, you know, there's a site. You know, I'm, I'm always on the internet, so I come across stuff all the time. But for this type of uh, thing, you may want to check out this site called humantrafficking.org. Um, that's www.humantrafficking.org, um, and you'll find a lot of information about this case and cases like it. Um, so if you want to get involved and just want to know more about it um, and, and want to learn, you know, what you can do to help stop this kind of thing, uh, just check it out. Again, it's humantrafficking.org. Well, that was uh, it for this special edition of the Recruiter's Lounge. Uh, I'm your host, Jim Stroud, and with me, of course, is Karen Matten. Until next time, I uh, hope your recruiting is good recruiting. Thank you very much for having me, Jim. Anytime. Well, that's it for this show. You've been a wonderful audience. If you like what you heard, love what you heard, or (laughs) just plain hate what you just heard, uh, let me know. Your feedback matters. 
You can reach me through my website at jimstroud.com slash podcast. That's J-I-M-S-T-R-O-U-D dot com slash podcast. So until next time, I'm Jim Stroud, and you're not. And so this ends this edition of the Retro Lounge, home of classic episodes of the Recruiter's Lounge podcast. If you haven't already, uh, subscribe now so you don't miss a future episode. Okay, cool. Until next time, bye-bye. Ever heard of stoicism? Chances are, if you have, you've heard of stoicism with a lowercase s and not stoicism with an uppercase s. Lone wolves, no emotions, antisocial behavior, cold, indifference, all that is stoicism with a lowercase s. Stoicism with an uppercase s is the ancient Greek philosophy and virtue ethics framework that centers on service to the cosmopolis, to include your family, friends, community, and planet, and the development of a good moral character. My name is Tanner Campbell, and I'm the host of Practical Stoicism, a three times a week podcast teaching Stoic principles and concepts to anyone interested through the exploration of texts and deep dives into various moral topics. You can find Practical Stoicism where you're already listening to podcasts by searching for Practical Stoicism or by going to stoicismpod.com. I invite you to give it a listen today. You just might like it.